0: Welcome to the Arrest or Mimics podcast with your host, Ben Tallon. Hello and welcome to Arrest All Mimics. My name is Ben Tallon. This is the original thinking and creative innovation podcast. Yeah, getting into it. New year. Um, are you warming up? Are you feeling good? Are you feeling better? Are you feeling down? I don't know how you're feeling. don't know how you're getting on. Um, I find these things go one of two ways. I'm either slouched back there right in my seat... Um, with a massive to-do list and feeling really guilty, but just not the motivation to do it. Uh, it happens, that happens throughout the year, but I sometimes find coming back off a long break, it's hard to warm up and get back into it, and I hope you've not gone that way this year. Uh, the other way I find it is I'm firing all cylinders. That seems to have happened this time. I, I've got a load of pending projects not yet starting, which is frustrating, coming back in to the new year, knowing there's going to be an avalanche of work coming at some point, but I just don't know when, and it keeps getting nudged back. So... It's all about self-motivation and using the initiative and getting them personal projects done and updating those portfolios. So I'm feeling like I've had a really good spring clean at the minute, you know what I mean? That really geeky feeling when you're, uh, you you stand back and look at the fruits of your labour when you've had a good dust and a good tidy. Anyway, I'm going off point. But I hope you're feeling good. <laughs> and I hope you're warming up into 2017. The weather today is boxes that you can't remember where they've come from and they're just sat behind your desk... And slow warming heaters, meaning you've got a freezing cold morning in the studio. Uh, Yeah, the weather on this show, it's always a bit odd. Uh, For anyone who remembers when I started that, I used to talk too much about the normal weather. And I don't know why, I think it was a nerves thing when I started recording this show. Anyway, I thought I'd warp it a little bit and go with a weird weather for this show, because there's always some sort of strange climate going on in my head. And in this room where I work... Most of the week, so I hope you're all good. I hope you're all getting into this new year, 2017. What's what's ahead for you? I hope you've got some cool projects coming up, and I hope you've got exciting times ahead. Um, Chatting to, I've been chatting to a few people, asking what their plans are moving forward. There's uh, some really exciting stuff going on for the people in my world, so I'm I'm intrigued to see what's going on. Um, Recording this this morning, I've got a couple of visitors coming in today. I've got a student popping by the studio to come and. uh, Check it out. Ask a few questions. I believe, which I'm always open to, should be interesting. Uh, always, always good to see where people, how people are feeling, how how they're dealing with the pressures of university and. Uh the looming prospect of life in the creative industries. And I'm going to be chatting a little later to Will K. Oddking, who I worked with on the G-Star Raw project, customising denim and clothing and fashion, in live in store in London and in Birmingham recently. Awesome project and a top-lad, really talented guy, doing a really wide range of stuff, so I wanted to talk to him about that and about his background and about all the other nonsense that comes up on these shows. So I hope you've been enjoying the shows recently. Um, Kicking off the new year last week, we had Rabble Studios Dan Spain, who launched the project there in Cardiff and got things going with a really beautiful co-working studio setup. Not only did Dan want to get out of the bedroom and and find a place of work for himself as a freelance designer, but Dan's got a real enterprise in mind, and I knew he'd had some ambitions for a while to do this, because when we first met, we talked about him going and looking at existing projects and trying to learn what's what and the challenges he was gonna face. And he's done it all off his own back, self-financed, he's not giving anything away, and he's got a beautiful 24 space studio in Cardiff Bay area. So if you're in the area, Drop him a line, he's not hard to find uh, at Rabble Studio. forget the website address, but go back and look at episode 52 and all the details are there. Hit him up, connect with him on social media. Dan's a top guy, well-connected, talented lad, and he's got a great mind for setting up projects. So go back and listen to that episode. Get us your feedback on the Twitter, at Arrest All as ever. Got some cool shows coming up this year for you. We'll talk about today's guest shortly, but first of all, I'd like to thank my wonderful sponsors following me into this new year. Um... Brilliant, brilliant guys. Illustration Limited, my agency, to kick off. I'm looking at doing something with them soon, so I'd like some feedback from you guys. I'm going to do an episode looking at what agencies look out for, for people who seek representation. You know, What are the standout traits? What are some of the good stories of people they've taken on, maybe unexpectedly? I want to know your experiences with trying to get agency representation and what you might be looking for. Are negative, positive experiences? I will try and address them all. That's going to be coming up soon, so I'm going to chat and try and find out the best format for doing that. Maybe I talk to a few agencies, maybe I talk in depth to one, maybe I talk to people who've had good and bad experiences. Who knows, I will structure that as we move forward this year. But I want some feedback from you guys, so hit me up on the Twitter, let me know your opinions on that and your experiences. And of course, go and check out illustrationweb.com, founding sponsor of this show, wonderful agency representing over 200 people. Very, very supportive team. Um, My first guest on this show, Danny Allison, uh, a close friend of mine, we shared a studio together. If you've read my book, Champagne and Wax Cranes, you'll know that he's a bit of a madhead. Um He's featured in there quite in detail, being a key character in my own journey. But me and Danny can speak um, only highly of Illustration Limited, because they've looked after us so well. Uh, they've always been flexible, open to options, opinions. Uh, they were the key in found- in founding this show. And they're just a great agency, they work very closely with their staff, they look out for them, and I think they're just open to suggestion and you know, supporting their, uh, their their artists in many, many ways. So go and check them out, they're beautiful, beautiful people, they're wonderful, they've supported this show from day one, making it possible to do for free every week. So there you go, illustrationweb.com, uk, dealing with everything um, web, hosting, SEO, you know, basically where you stand on the internet, on Google, how well are you represented, how well are you ranked. If someone's searching for you and you're a photographer, where are you placing against the David Bailey's of this world and why and how can you improve that. So go and check out their services, heartinternet.co.uk. Today's guest, Lisa Maltby, has got a cracking story to tell. Um, It's about responding to negative comments and turning them into a a hilarious and brilliant project. And that's... uh, I think Lisa had been on my radar for a little longer than that actually, Um, she'd been in touch being from my neck of the woods, Uh, we're both from the sort of Yorkshire area Um, and Lisa got in touch to ask a few questions and we connected through that, but the real reason I wanted to get her on the show and the angle that popped up and seemed most suitable was this project and I wasn't alone because she was featured on I believe Creative Boom and a number of other platforms because it's a real PR worthy project, we'll talk about it in depth shortly, but The project was very funny there were a number of connecting points there were common issues here for people who'd also been either bad mouthed put down or or just gotten wrong by some of the people featured as you'll see shortly in Lisa's project so it's a project that she'd put out there it was like I said there was a lot of conversation to be had and I'm sure I wasn't the only person who connected with her on social media so on that basis keep that in mind these uber personal wonderful projects responding to something negative in a really positive light can really be useful so That's courtesy of heartinternet.co.uk. Go and check them out. And last but very not least, the wonderful printed.com go and check out the blogs I've been writing for printed.com I've been doing them twice a month Uh, we only did one in December because obviously everyone winds down pretty early past mid-December but we're going to be kicking up again with two in the new year and they're sort of freelance advice columns going off my own experiences and trying to spin that in a way that there's a lesson to be learned very much the same thread as my book and this this platform uh, Arrest or Mimics, this podcast I should say so go and check them out, printed.com, over 90 different products. They do a whole range of, of of wonderful things, and Lisa Maltby, today's guest, was telling me that she sends out printed promotion to her clients, she sends out samples of work, and she sends out wonderful print, uh, business cards, and she also sources print for a lot of her clients as a, as a full-time freelance designer. She's worked in agencies, and she's seen it from that side of the tale too. So a lot of use of print and basically the impact it makes um, you know, over web. I think coming into 2017, we're really going to see a whole new emphasis placed on print. Certainly, I've been sending out a booklet now uh, and a flyer for this show and a little handwritten letter as well, just a personal touch to my clients. And that's been bringing me back a lot more work than bombarding email accounts, which I found... To be honest, I've had very little response in the last couple of years from email from people that I don't already know. You really have to build the relationship, and I think printed material gives a lovely personal endearment that really helps to start that process. So it's worth bearing in mind, and that's courtesy of printed.com, doing great things to support the creative industries moving into 2017. So go and check out those guys for anything you need printing. And that brings me on to today's guest, Lisa Maltby. Lisa's awesome. She's a Sheffield-based designer and also does kind of illustration and a wide range of things and different projects for different clients. So we're going to talk about the whole process of going freelance, which Lisa did not too long back after life working in agencies. So we'll talk about both those experiences, but primarily I wanted to talk about an awesome project that Lisa did. And she noted down 10 different, I guess you could call them put-downs um you know un- comments that undermine basically uh, they either show a lack of education or a lack of personality from some of these people and in other cases it's quite innocent and and nothing malicious about it at all but Lisa took these comments and turned them into these awesome typographic pieces, and they just crack me up. There's so many good ones, which I'm not going to give away now because we're going to go through a few of them. So I met Lisa in a pub in Sheffield, flying off a train, and she was really accommodating because I was just passing through, connecting to get to Leeds from London. And I kind of cornered her and said, look, I've got an hour's window. Do you want to do it? Are you around? Um... And Lisa was like, yeah, I can be there, my studio's not too far, it's in Sheffield City Centre, so there we met in a pub and we got going pretty quickly, so I, I uh, apologise for any noise interference on the show, the staff at the pub were very kind and came over a little way into the show and, and asked if we wanted the music putting off, which I did because I don't want PRS on my ass <laughs> for licensing and everything. So it was very cool, it was very on the fly, but it suited the nature of the show, and Lisa was on great form. She's a top lass with a huge and brilliant portfolio, working for some very cool clients, doing a real wide range of stuff, so go and check her out. Uh, great project. So you find me in the pub with Lisa Moulby. Get your feedback over at Arrest All on, on the Twitter, or at Ben Talon if you want to hit me up personally. Uh, thanks to the sponsors as ever. Enjoy the show. So what's, what's your background then? What are you, if uh, you're a wisdom designer?
1: Um, yeah, so I went to Loughborough Uni to do illustration, uh, graduated in 2003, and then just got kind of various design jobs, so I've been working in, um, for the past nine years I was working at a um, design agency, quit there about two years ago, and then I've been just freelance since then, doing more illustrative stuff. Yeah, so good you're move, kind of, yeah, you glad you did it? Yeah, very glad, yeah, yeah. yeah, I think it's just really different, well they obviously cross over, but I think I just wanted to do a bit more. Um, I don't know, do things a bit more creatively, have a bit more of my own thought behind stuff. Yeah. Um. Because obviously you're following a lot of brand guidelines and stuff yeah. when you're in a design agency. So. Yeah.
0: Especially was it was it more kind of hard graphic design, type of graphic layout type stuff. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So it was really varied stuff. But it got it, it got to where we were just kind of working on um, stuff that was very. Heavily based on brand guidelines, so and it was good, like it was good for the business. They were working with some quite you know really good clients, and, yeah. Um, they were all really good at what they did, and we all got on really well. But it was just for me, it was like I needed a bit more creativity with what I was doing, so yeah.
0: Well, it's the same thing. So. Uh, mo- most graphic designers I know, especially the ones who've gone freelance, they tend to find it um, more like one mate described it as design labor. He said yeah, it was just someone else's stare yeah. at someone else's ideas, yeah. and you and you just—I guess why we all get into this—is to be creative. And yeah. you, if you don't feel like you're getting that fulfilment, it's quite tough.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Mm.
0: Which is yeah, which is harsh. So, what kind of things you've been working on?
1: Uh, recently, I've been doing uh, loads of different stuff. I've been doing some book covers, lots of editorial yeah. stuff, and um, doing live illustration stuff, yeah. um, murals. i have been doing loads of different stuff. Yeah. So it's been quite nice actually because um, when I started out, I was just thinking, oh, I'll just stick to kind of editorial projects, and then it kind of yeah. expanded into stuff. So I did like the Holy yeah. Sheffield project, which was like painting yeah, a massive the... elephant. Yes, so that was like that the was most great. random thing I've ever done. Um, but it was brilliant because it just opened up other things that were a bit more physical as opposed to yeah. digital. Yeah,
0: seeing something in, yeah, yeah, right up. Yeah, there's something nice about that, isn't there? Yeah. It's like you said about, you doing some sort of top shop, right? Yeah. It's like the same thing again, isn't it? It's, it's a bit more real world, it's a bit yeah. more artistic. something exactly. quite exciting about that. And yeah. A lot of client stuff. Yeah,
1: so it's nice to get hands on physical. I think I've always stuck to my screen. So yeah. it's nice to experiment with different media, materials, and yeah. just try out different things. Yeah, yeah. I think it's good.
0: Yeah. What with all my arts now. Jesus, oh, i a shambles today.
1: This <laughs> 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 is the trouble with, like, dashing between trains.
0: <laughs> it? <It's kind laughs> yeah.
1: Everything's all
0: awesome. So... Right, well, first of all how's Sheffield is it because there's, I know a lot of people who are leaving London at the minute because of the prices and the yeah, lack of creative studio yeah. space and all the usual reasons Yeah. Um, and it's sad really because London's built its reputation based on that and yeah. it's what made it great and, uh, and I don't want to go too much into depth but how yeah. we, just how Sheffield are you enjoying it here? Sheffield
1: is brilliant so there's loads of creative people here I think it has the most studio spaces outside of London yeah. in the UK. So um there's there's loads going on. Like I said I've just been to see like Mr Bingo talk this week, he was here. I went to see another church talk recently. Um, uh, there's just loads of there's always lo- loads of events, there's people putting on gallery um, yeah. you know there's loads of gallery spaces and um, exhibitions and there's just a really good community. Yeah so, people
0: are quite open to connecting I
1: think so, yeah. It's 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 really random. There's loads of like really like hidden gems around mm-hmm. the city. Um and once you've kind of discovered these people everyone's just so open to connecting and yeah. collaborating and it's really exciting so I love it yeah, yeah. Really love it's it. pretty
0: well connected to London and Manchester as well isn't it, and Leeds, yes exactly. so it's actually quite accessible
1: yeah yeah so yeah it's a good place to be I love it
0: that's cool well alright so this project let's get into it because it's amazing um, <laughs> tell us about it and give us some background
1: uh, I don't know I don't know why I suddenly decided to do it I think it's one of those things where um, you know, you get an idea in your head and you think, oh, that would be a good idea to do. And then you think, oh, I'm never going to gonna get the time to do it. And then one day, you know, when you're doing projects for people and you need to do something for yourself. Yeah. I was like, right, I'm just going to do this. Because it's almost like a cathartic process. So it's basically just looking back over the criticisms and the, the kind of funny and bad <laughs> comments that I've received since being in the creative industry and turning them into... Typographic art and um, just poking a bit of fun at the nasty things or the funny things that people said to me. And um, yeah, I don't know. like I said, I think it was just a bit of a it was just a personal thing that I wanted mm. to do. A bit of a cathartic process yeah. of dealing with some of the criticism. Yeah. Um, so that was where it's. Been. And it's hilarious, like
0: the treatment you've given it and the way you've given each piece its own kind of contextual thing, like the big pants you yeah. up. And um, <laughs> I just think it's. I think it looks great, and I think it's a genius. The concept, and it's very, very funny. And I also, I think it's a great lesson in, in what you can actually do with these tiny things, these tiny little personal experiences and negatives. If you want to yeah. look at it that way, turn yeah. it into a huge positive where you get press, exactly. which obviously it did. Then it used to yeah. create boom, and what was it? Yeah,
1: Design taxi as well. Perfect, and I've I've
0: had it so many times myself with in-jokes gone too far that have been picked up by national media and you think, what is going on? I love that, but people like that.
1: Oh, yeah. It's it's turning something into humour and people connect with it. You know, like if you just slag loads of people off in a blog post, doesn't it just everyone will be like, You're out, a bit of an idiot. Up, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Whereas if um if you just tell it like it is it was something funny, people mm. really connect with it and yeah. you can just turn it into something really light hearted, which is fun.
0: Yeah. It's brilliant. So, so I made a list of them. Um I'm just interested. So what you'll never make a living out of drawing sweetheart. Who, who said that? Who says that? <laughs> I
1: can't I can't say
0: <laughs> Well I mean I don't want names but I mean what well, how did this happen?
1: See, um yeah, so a couple of the the um, comments were said to people by um, from people that I knew quite well. And others, surprisingly, the majority of those are said to me by art directors. Wow, so actually yeah. from client, professional yeah. clients? Yeah. Oh my God. Um, so the first one was somebody I knew. And they were kind of, and it sounds terrible when you say it, oh, you'll never make a living out <laughs> of drawing sweet art. But they were saying it in kind of... Um, like a bit of a patronising way, but a bit kind of concerned, anxious for you. Mm. This was when I was thinking about going freelance and they were like, oh, you know, good on you, it's really lovely, but you won't make a living like this, sweetheart. Think about it carefully. You know, you you can't make money out of this. This is like drawing, this is a hobby, you know. It's like that sort of vibe. So from from their point of view, it was really like well-meant. And if you would have called them back on it and said, look... This is actually really passionising, mm. but I'm like, oh, I didn't mean it like that. You yeah. know I was that's the out thing, isn't it? You. It's
0: the same way that parents say it to children. Yes. It's never yeah. meant. It's never meant negatively, but yeah. it, it's just a very old way of thinking and and not really built on anything. Yeah. It's just that idea that these things that are fun can't make a living. you know? Yeah, which is destructive, really. But. Yeah, I do get my ass about that attitude sometimes. So, yeah. But like you say, it's not malicious, is it? That one's that no. One's exactly, not a...
1: yeah. And like I was saying earlier, it's, it's when things are written out, it sounds really harsh. But um, a lot of things are said, and it's so ingrained in the culture that you know the creative industry is put down a lot. I think and, you know, like even in schools and stuff, there's less, mm. um, you know, less funding for things and uh, to do with creative projects. And you think there's just this overriding sense that people don't really respect.
0: Yeah. The creative yeah. industry,
1: as much as the geo academia and things, even though both have amazing merits. So,
0: yeah, and fastest growing like you know, business and economy exactly. in the country, yeah. uh, so important now with digital technology that we yeah. need creative thinking. And yet, here we are with this 1950s mental But then again, that doesn't stop in in, in the arts, does it? As Brexit and Trump show. But that's yeah, another yeah. conversation.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, yeah. so this is just your hobby.
1: Um so that similar was mentality, I guess. Yeah, similar. Um, this was from um a client re- like quite early on who I'd um I'd done some work for and stupidly, as um, this sometimes happens, I'd done some work for free. Um which I now I'm very cautious about. Yeah. Um but um I'd kind of th- I'd done some work for them and then they'd kinda of asked for this extra thing and it was so I'd done it, and they kind of just said, well, this is just like your hobby anyway, isn't it, oh. for you?
0: And oh. um, so it just <laughs> made me
1: like, why have I just done, why have I mm. done, it was a real kick up the bum to be like, I can't believe I have just done that. I've just basically disrespected my industry by even doing it, yeah. really, and then they, they, that, that confirms the attitude to mm. them that, okay, you can do it for free, so it is your hobby then, so, oh. you know. So I think there's just that attitude anyway. Yeah. But I think you've got to be really careful. Well, it's a great way to
0: learn, isn't it? You know, that yeah. we all, I've got, I think. I think everyone I know has got those experiences of having done something from a good heart yeah. only to be smacked in the face, and actually, yeah. think... it's a galvanising experience. I think. Yes. You know, yeah. But a good cautionary tale as well.
1: You know? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's a lot of that's been said to me quite a few times by different people. Um, sometimes just joking, and other times it's a bit more like. Mm. It is, yeah, it genuinely is like a hobby. It's like, no, it's not. I work really hard. So,
0: yeah. <laughs> now, there's a couple more along similar lines, but I'm jumping to number five. You're just a stay-at-home mum, really, aren't you? Yeah. Who the boxer? This, I,
1: Honestly, I think of all of them, I can laugh at all of them. I think that's the one that I still feel like really a bit angry about because it was said to me by um, an art director who who had known my work. And we were talking about our work and um, I, we, we, the, the, the conversation digressed onto somebody else that he knew, another female mm. who had children. And I said, oh, what does she do? And he said, she's a stay-at-home mum like you, um, just a stay-at-home mum like you. And I thought, you've just insulted um, her and me in one fell swoop because mm. how it's incredibly difficult to be a stay-at-home mum and that should be credited yeah. in itself. But I am not a stay-at-home mum, I've just been talking to you about all my projects and oh. the things that I've been doing, and I'm trying to gain respect in this industry, and you've just gone, hm, you're just a stay-at-home mum, you're not really serious wow. about what you're doing. Yeah.
0: Right, okay. So I've so got two least, kids.
1: Yeah, so we knew, we knew the some p- Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That, would, that, would, that would have been a little bit weird. Like. <laughs> if you just thought I'd put on a bit of weight or something, it would have looked like... You. <laughs> But yeah, like he, um, yeah, knew that I'd got children. Yeah. Um. So that was kind of in the Mm. in the conversation as well. So um. Yeah. But also, I have I have a lot of
0: respect for um for mothers mothers in general, obviously, but mothers in our industry, like it's. Um. I speak to a lot of people on this podcast. Um. I've gone blank on a name. Sinead Kohler who runs uh, Crafty Fox Markets yeah, that all yeah. started from her being a mum at the time yeah. and, and during her maternity leave yeah. gave her the space and the free time to think yeah. the inception Josh, of this idea Yeah, and she got it up and up and running and now she's you know she's I think she's just had a second child or is about to have a second yeah. child and the market's come from spread and oh, I, I find it brilliant. really quite inspiring people who can somehow balance that yeah. is, yeah. I mean I find it adding enough balancing in my career and I'm, and I'm not yeah. a father Jesus, drop yeah, that into the mix. I, and, and it's I think that's why it's so chaos. insulting
1: because it's it's so much harder, mm. and you're fighting so many battles, and you're trying to juggle everything. Yeah. And so you, you've got to be serious about what you do if you if you have kids as well. So totally. You for, you, for someone to say that to you is like they're just dismissing everything. Yeah. one mum fell swoop.
0: Yeah. Ew, God, the gall of people. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'll just pay for a line drawing and colour it in myself. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Again, a client, a client said that to me. Is that
0: someone trying to get like a good deal out of you and, and then? Well, they just had
1: this really tight deadline, and I said, because you have to be honest with people, don't you, and say I can't meet this deadline. Realistically, I've got other projects on, mm. and you know, people sometimes don't get that you've got you know another a load of other clients that you're working with, yeah. and um, so. They were like, "Oh, to save time, could you just um, do this line and We'll colour it in." I was like, "No, this will look awful. I mean, no offence, but I'm sure you're pretty creative or whatever. But it, I just—it's not going to be my work. It's just—it's just a really weird concept. You know what I mean? I just found it really funny. Yeah. Like, it wasn't... You just imagine
0: this guy at a desk like just yeah, sitting there Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, exactly. It's I image. just
1: found it funny. Just um, from from another creative professional to say that to me. Yeah
0: unbelievable yeah. it really is <laughs> and, and and again same lines I've been trying to copy your work but I'm going to have to commission yeah. you instead the honesty the honesty you've got to give me well, credit that's for the honesty it, that's
1: it exactly <laughs> some people are um, yeah and I think genu- they just genuinely don't um, have that understanding of <laughs> which is bizarre for someone in the industry yeah
0: very bizarre
1: um, but I think yeah I don't know I don't know what it, how you can think like that when you are in the industry but yeah it, it yeah. happens or whether they whether they do know what they do, didn't they just trying
0: to trying to flee shit, yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. no offence, but if we're going if you're gonna charge us, we may as well take a photo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because they do the same thing, photographs and illustrations.
1: It's really frustrating because I think it, I'd started to get a bit more, i um, started to say no a lot more to people, because um, people do, especially when you first start out, they really take the piss, mm. and I'd started to get a bit more, you know, no I'm not prepared to do this, and um, they'd asked me to do a big job, and um, they, uh, they basically wanted to cut my prices down. Um, to do this job and I basically said no I can't I can't I can't do it and um, you know like when people are like oh we've only got this budget and we really want to use you and stuff you're a bit more like open to okay maybe we could work something out with this or this but for this it was just like He basically rang me up to discuss the project and basically just said that. No offence, but you're going to charge us. Why don't we, you know, why don't we just take a photograph?
0: How dare you want pay for your work?
1: Tell you what, do that. Take a photograph and see how successful your advertising campaign is with a photo you've taken on your iPhone. Try that one. It's all blurred, and you know you're not professional photographer. It's going to look crap. (laughs) <laughs> so you know you do that so instantly got my back up and of course I'm like I'm not going yeah. to do this project do you know what I mean it's just ridiculous
0: <laughs> well, it's funny. I suppose you say that I was watching um, I'm, I'm interviewing Tom who's the editor of Design Week next week about a series they've been doing called Age of Design and it's these yeah. short documentary films and looking at um, what they term design-led businesses, such so as Airbnb, IKEA, all these different ones, getting round right to the skin of why design is is there from its inception right through everything that they do, and, and why it su- succeeds so well. So Airbnb are discussing how early on it wasn't working, and they realised that one of the big downfalls was that the people were just, as you said, taking these crap photographs on their cameras at night time of these apartments and, and just not showing it off. So they started to, you know, to travel to the people who who had these. Apartments and take good quality photographs yeah. to show it off, anyway, and things started to turn around. And now they have, like, I think it's 4,000 photographers in their business wow. that go and document yeah. all of the apartments. And it's just good common sense, like you say, if you yeah. start if you start undervaluing good exactly. imagery like that, it's yeah. a dangerous thing, dangerous tracks to go down.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's educating people, isn't it, on what they're getting and how it can benefit, but it's very hard to do without actually physically, like, like that, yeah. physically showing someone, look how good this is going to look without yeah. actually physically <laughs> doing it. You exactly, know?
0: that's it, yeah. Um, put on a short skirt, you'll get more clients that way.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, wow. That's yeah. the whole raft of feminists just gone berserk listening to this. Yes.
1: <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's surprising. Like, because you say think, Oh, things, things are really different now. I think people, you know attitudes are changing it's mm. not you know I mean the majority of people I work with are brilliant and yeah. there's never you know there's not any issues and, um, but you get you get the odd comments like that thrown in where you're like is this still an attitude now Do people still think that yeah. and um, it's really funny like I don't know if you're on LinkedIn it's like a it's a nightmare <laughs> but like I get quite a bit of um, good connections off there and, good, um, and the stuff that's shared on there is still like proper old school yeah Attitude towards women in business. I oh,
0: was a lot of David Brents on that. Yeah,
1: it's. it's yeah. Just, I find it hilarious, and I just, I just take absolutely t- rip it out of people. It's just, it's just really funny, um, and and you still get it on there, and I'm like, I can't believe this is still an attitude. Yeah. And you're still pushing against all this, all this stuff. Yeah.
0: It's like. Oh. It's weird. It's really weird. But what? Well, I just think what a genius way to deal with it all. Like you've dealt with it in, in the best possible way by laughing at it, turning it into something really cool looks great and makes people laugh and it's like you must have had have you had a lot of feedback on the project? Yeah, yeah
1: lots of people have said and and lots of people have said that you know they've had similar things said to them as well it's like I gave a talk at a college and I showed the get a proper job one and the amount of students that came up to me afterwards and said my dad says that to me all the time yeah and it's like I can't believe people still say that to kids. You know, like it, yeah. when they've got all that passion and you know they've got a real ambition yeah. for the for the industry and. Um, yeah. Their families, yeah. especially they living
0: they in a, in an era now when we, we can readily see people doing it well and getting making good money for it. Yeah. you only have to go online to, to see you know numerous uh, instances of people doing well and then sort of living yeah. their dream in some way. Uh, and it's just, it's, yeah, it does. It baffles me. Yeah, um, well, it's not
1: taking out the fact that it's hard work or that it might yeah. be like yeah. difficulties or whatever. I think people are always really scared that um, you know their kids aren't are gonna. Be on the breadline and not, and that's understandable. Yeah, but it's totally possible, and it's more than more than possible. Yeah. to have a perfectly fulfilling and yeah. you know make a, a fulfilling career and make yeah. a good living out and of creativity. And just the creativity. fact it doesn't have
0: to be direct. This doesn't mean that because you got you do some sort of creative education, it doesn't mean you're going to be a designer or an artist. Yeah. It's like. As I said it before, like you have to be creative to be a scientist to be yeah, an, uh,
1: exactly anything yeah
0: to be good at anything you have to yeah. have a degree of creativity it's and, problem and solving things. isn't yes, it exactly and
1: yeah. that's what everyone needs in every business, which frustrates me that people don't value it because it's yeah. thinking differently and that's what people need to be able to progress businesses of they do, yeah. and you know come up yeah. with new inventions yeah. and and it it just makes me really mad when people are just like oh you know you just colour in all day is that all you do? (laughs)
0: Yeah all of that it's it's really weird so has this given you any other ideas for any sort of more personal works?
1: Um, Yeah I've got quite a few different things but probably on different um, different themes really Yeah Um, Yeah I've always I've always got loads of different ideas like I said with this one it's kind of something that was in my head that I thought, Oh, I should probably do that and I've got loads of things like that in my head at the minute like, I probably should do that, yeah. that'll be a good one. Yeah. Um but I've not quite They
0: found come at the, the right time, this is yeah. what I found. Sometimes you just get that urge sometimes, like you must have done with this one and it just feels like the right time I think. Yeah. And, you know. But they're great things to do because they they just stand out. You know, I was can't remember who was to some advice to recently, some student and got in touch. I'm just saying, like just, you know, I always say don't overlook the things you do in the evening for pleasure on the yeah. weekends and the stuff you did as a kid because you loved it. Like that's that's the ultimate fuel and motivation. Yeah. And the stuff that unique to you so it will stand out. You know, like these experiences could only come from you. Uh, I'm sure other people are having similar things. But it took your brain and your take on those experiences to actually the trigger on this project, you yeah,
1: know? yeah, exactly, and that's turned yeah. out to
0: be something great. And just the way you've done it, it's not like a quick, lazy fix either. Every piece stands alone, and it's yeah. just it's great, yeah,
1: yeah. Well, again, it's kind of showing people your thought uh-huh. processes behind your work. So, I think one of the things that I find frustrating yeah. is that guitar over there, doing <laughs> in
0: the Sheffield Post.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, I forgot what I was going to say <laughs> Um, yeah, no, one of the things about being an illustrator is that people just think that you draw pretty pictures yeah. and they don't often see the thought processes behind things. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where your personal projects are really important because you're showing yeah. people your thought processes, how you can think um, you know, more in an art director fashion than just... Yeah. Yeah colouring in something or mm. coming up with a pretty picture so it's nice to be able to do things a bit differently than you would get commissioned for which
0: is Yeah, good. completely and also in turn those things do attract good commissions because yeah. I, mean, I was talking to Vaughan Oliver recently, I don't know if you know his work but he did all that like, picks his album covers in the oh, 80s yeah. and stuff. he's a very, very popular designer and um, he was saying that he commissioned people for those, when he would work with people on those album covers, he would pick people based on their personal work because he knew that if that fit what he wanted, they would love the brief because they've done this stuff off their own back yeah, yeah, by their own decree and not just for a quick payday or whatever, so you would get the best results out of them that way. Yeah. So that's another angle on it, you know, that people are sometimes looking for what you are doing for pleasure, knowing exactly. that you will run with what they give you if, yeah. it's, if it fits that bill. So, yeah,
1: exactly. Hmm. So
0: it's great. I think there's so many advantages to doing it. And also, you know, we can't be great to doing personal projects all the time, but equally I'd get quite bored and then why I'd want some parameters again if I was doing exactly. that all the time because yeah. it loses lose its appeal then. Yeah,
1: and you it know? gives you that freedom to experiment with, with different materials and different things that you wouldn't normally, that means that, you know, you're you're extending your your skills and getting yeah. other things strings to your bow, aren't you, with what you can do. Posture, yeah. So I think some people look down on personal work and they're like, Oh, have you got time to do that? And it's kinda it's so beneficial to your yeah. main work and yeah. helps to develop it. Just
0: psychologically as well. I just think giving, you time to, giving yourself time to play a bit is cheaper, even if it's yeah. not even your work. I mean, the amount of stupid private groups I've got with various mates over like fantasy football and stuff yeah. like that. And, yeah. and I'll, I'll do like a bad photoshop shop with a mate's head on I mean, it. Like, <laughs> who's, who's, who's had a bad week, and then everyone will be like, oh, busy day then, have you had, like loads of deadlines? And I'm like, and I'm, and I'm laughing, but I'm, deep down I'm thinking... So on some level this is giving me it's just building my character yeah. and you've yeah. got to look at the long term picture with that as well yeah. if you don't embrace that side of your personality yeah. and let it out you can get quite fed up I think and, and start repeating yourself in the jobs that you're doing
1: exactly and your output
0: you know yeah. I think if you're only ever doing what, what you've already been commissioned for from your portfolio that's the number one way to get into a loop where you never really advance yeah. or yeah. develop you know? Exactly. And I was trying to remember why I started doing this, why I went to college, you know? Yeah. And it was because everything else was, didn't get me going, you know? Yeah, I could do maths and all that stuff, but she just didn't motivate it Yeah, me you've got a
1: passion, haven't you? Yeah, I it what of course you, you
0: but otherwise, why would you, skip, why would you just put time into it? Yeah. Uh, who knows? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, what, have you got anything exciting coming up?
1: Um so yeah, I'm at Topshop tomorrow illustrating um clothes and cards and things. Um doing a book cover um for American publisher. Um oh. doing yeah, I've got loads of little kind of little bits coming up. So I've like um,
0: got quite the range.
1: Yeah, and everything's really yeah, everything's yeah. really varied, which has been really nice. Um to get lots of different different briefs. But yeah, I think I need to I'm due a, I'm due another personal project so I need to Maybe
0: over Christmas have a bit of time to Yeah, Christmas is good. I find I I force myself to take the two weeks off at Christmas unless an absolute, like, must-take job comes up, which she very rarely does because everyone knocks off over Christmas anyway. But that time I always find, like, it's like when you go on holiday and you step back, suddenly your brain starts loosening up again and you start getting enthused and new ideas and it's just, like, so easy to burn out and and not rest when, when you like what you do. Yeah but I think when you do like you say Christmas is a good one for Definitely. letting loose a little bit and come back in January with like and often, and often it starts quiet as well in January so it yeah. gives you a bit of time to action it Yeah. which is cool exactly. yeah. how about you have you got anything wear. coming up um, what have I got coming up I'm about to start on an ad cam- a, a whiskey brand ad campaign oh, cool. which is quite nice it's an animated one
1: Great. so
0: I'm about to start that even though I'm starting to feel like I need I'm, I'm already feeling like I'm winding down and I'm like no not yet I've got to just start on this job and it's going to be an intense couple of weeks but I'm kind of hoping that that'll be wrapped for Christmas or not long after, and then I'll have a bit of free time in January to get into the personal stuff as well. Quite a lot of personal projects bubbling at the minute, so... I'm excited, and I like putting time into this thing as well. Yeah, I like brilliant. looking for who's, who's next to interview yeah, yeah. it's like endless supply of interesting yeah. projects. So it's, it's kind it's of great because cool.
1: it's such an encouragement to people. I just think yes. it makes such a difference being able to hear people's stories. It's great, it's yeah. great. Yeah, I
0: really like it. Even you know, you could interview a hundred designers or illustrators, but everyone's got a unique journey,
1: exactly. And I think
0: it's something to learn from every one of them. Yeah, just, I mean, that's one of the biggest perks of it. I come away with. Thinking, oh, that's cool, I'm glad I can to hear that story, you know. There's yeah, yeah. little ideas that come into your own thing, then, which is good.
1: Yeah. Mm.
0: So it's cool. brilliant. Yeah. So, who are
1: you interviewing next?
0: who's next I'm going to Cardiff next week I'm interviewing Lauren Goodland who just graduated recently and she got in touch as a student in my first year we've become friends since and I've been to do a few jobs in Cardiff and she got me a talk at her uni as well which is cool she's also so we've become good mates and she's working at a design firm but she's doing these awesome um, greetings cards in her own time and got her own thing going on so I want to talk about that alternative card designs since it's Christmas this is going to be like the last episode before Christmas really? no. has she
1: got, a, what's it, has she got a, a name she goes under Dark
0: Features yeah yeah
1: follow, yeah, follow her yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like really that good. I like when various people in my yeah. social
0: network end up following yeah, one another and yeah, I'm it's like brilliant. it's a good a positive about social media but yeah, yeah. She, really, she, owns, like, she owns it really well on social media wow. and stuff and then she was telling me that um, she's like oh, I'd really like to kind of go into the dark features thing but I found out that in America it's like dick features oh
1: no that's so <laughs> and I was like even
0: more reason to yeah, do it yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: that's brilliant <laughs> It's amazing. Uh, yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. So yeah, it's all going on. It's exciting stuff. That's what I love about being freelance. So yeah. yeah, it's good to know. i that you're uh, mixing it up well as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: It's great. Great to meet people from all over and yeah,
0: connecting a bit more, into yeah. it. It's different
1: meeting people in, in person as well.
0: Awesome. Yeah. Well, without a doubt. Yeah. Well, I should be back up here soon anyway. So i the best this later. So next time I get a bit more time, I'll give you a shout. And pop yeah. By, cool. Pop by the studio. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be good. good to see where you work. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Nice oh.
0: of, well, last bit. I'm sure if you listen to them, you know that I always drop some people in the shark in the tank and I ask them for a love and a hate, very loosely within the creative industries, but it can be absolutely anything.
1: Um, <laughs> uh, um, I love um, encourages, <laughs> and um, probably on the theme off the back of the theme of the criticism, uh, I think people confuse um, in- encouragement as praise, and that's not what I mean. I think encouragement as in like motivation and support and um, so like what you're doing with the podcast it's like a support for the creative industry Mm -hmm. it's an encouragement for people to know that people are making a living out of this and people are you know all the different projects and ideas people have Um, and just people who um, have supported me along the way and just give me words of encouragement that are are really like they're founded in something that's not just like oh that's nice you know They've got like a real depth to what they're saying to you, and that's Mm. so that's what I love. Um, (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I
0: don't
1: Um, don't know what I hate. I don't know. Um, Maybe um, maybe arrogance. Um, Mm. I think I meet a lot of people who are quite arrogant in this industry and are not open to being challenged. Um, I don't mean like I'm going to say something nasty or critical, I just mean you know when I question people about what what their thought processes are, or sometimes people are really closed, as though um, oh no, I just labelled this hashtag one or something like, and and if you don't know the meaning of this painting or this piece of design that's almost better because it's so aloof and it must be so like it must be so cool because I don't understand it and I'm like hang yeah. a minute I want to understand where this because it has to come from something Yeah. even if it is really abstract and obscure everything's like founded in something and I think there's a lot of people who are a bit arrogant and I find it really difficult
0: to get. It is kind of ready. rife in our industries in some areas, yeah. As, yeah, as these comments show, you know, it's yeah. like that people kind of have that attitude. And I just I find it very silly because I think it's the number one way to cut yourself off from developing.
1: Yeah, exactly. You know,
0: if people, uh, if people think you're alright, they're going to be far more inclined to help you in some way. You know? Yeah. And I just think it's just nice to be nice, isn't it? Yeah. Definitely. It's empowering yeah, yeah. to be good It's for a people. fine line,
1: isn't it? Because I think, you know, people, especially in this industry, can walk over you. So you've got to have, like, a line that you won't cross. But at the same time, you want to be personable. You want to, like, oh, gosh, be relational. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I love working with my clients. I love having that bit of banter with them yes, and having too. that... Interaction, so I don't want to be this hard nosed person.
0: Of course not. But no. at the
1: same time, it's like, yeah, it's just it's a it's a real it's yeah. a tricky balance. Cause people I'm, do. I'm
0: ruthless these days, but in a really nice way. do yeah. I, I, I would yeah. never speak out of turn to anyone, but at the same time, I just make sure that in every every brief I establish parameters early on. I let them know yeah. if I've got any days out or if I need to finish by a certain point. Yeah. I say, get me everything by then, otherwise. Will be done, exactly. and sometimes i would be like, Oh, can you get something this week? and I'll be like, I Told you this was gonna happen. No, like it's gonna to have to be next week. And nine yeah. times out of 10 you're like, Okay, yeah. that's fine. Yeah, it's just people trying to always get it a bit earlier or whatever. Exactly, but yeah. I just think if you're honest and straight up with people, like it, it just goes a long way. And uh, the times when I wasn't, I didn't have the courage to do that, and I would be more like, Do whatever they asked, you do get exploited a little bit sometimes, so. Yeah, you do have to look out for yourself as well, yeah. but at the same yeah. time, there are ways to do it, and I think these kind of comments show that not everyone gets that. Yeah.
1: Well, that's the thing <laughs> about it is like everyone—it makes you realise you're not alone. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. People, the amount of feedback I got from these comments, because when you're freelance, it's really hard because you're your own boss and you're not—you've not got anyone to to kind of discuss stuff with and go, well, do you think I'm in, do, doing this in the right direction? Or, have I read this wrong? Or, you know. And um, it's just really nice to have people right. to you know have that interaction yeah. with who are like, I totally get that. And, and
0: confidence is in big peaks and troughs when you're on your own as well. Yeah. You know, As we know, some yeah. days you're king of the world, other days you're, oh shit, I'm really exactly, bad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know? The a real kick
1: at well. my bum hearing when you did the talk with the AOI and uh, Lou when you said what was her what was her hate and she said um, the confidence that illustrators yes, have yes
0: that they don't say they're on value like, wow because mm. she deals
1: with inquiries all day from illustrators and you think all those individual people contacting going I don't know what to, you know, I don't know yeah. what to do not about this job and all the rest of it and um, and you think wow yeah that's so true like, mm. and it's such a shame that all these people are on their own kind of thinking <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing yeah. and um, when actually there's, there's some amazingly brilliant talent that they just need to believe in themselves
0: mm. and just get themselves out there. Yeah, it's completely true. Yeah, mm. Good answers. Cool. <laughs> and lastly, where can people check out your work?
1: Uh, at uh, lisa.maltby.com is my website. Cool, I love your website, uh, by the way. Thank you. Uh, you've got
0: a really good, thank consistent you. brand yeah, and uh, cool. everything goes together well. I was looking at it yesterday and I was mm. quite impressed. Oh, thanks
1: very much. <laughs> yeah, yeah nice, no, good. Um, yeah, and I'm on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter, so everywhere.
0: Cool, <laughs> nice one, Lisa. Cheers yeah. for your time.
1: Thank you very much.
0: A huge thanks to Lisa Maltby for taking the time to meet me on the fly like that um, at a pub in Sheffield. But as any regular listeners of the show know, it's probably better suited when it's done quite ramshackle and on the move. Um, you know, I've done shows in cafes, I've done them in foyers, I've travel lodge, I've done them on trains on the underground. Um, it's all a bit madcap and a bit... ...ramshackle, but that's the way I like it... ...and that's what Arrest on Mix is all about... ...it's about original thinking and creative innovation... ...so thanks to everyone who supported the show through 2016... ...it was a huge, kind of landmark... ...fledgling year, really, for the show... ...it's still in its early stages... ...and I'm still finding out what's... ...you know, what's going on... ...I'm, I'm making tweaks each time... ...I'm trying to get better with my interviewing... ...I'm trying to get better and more confident with my intros and outros... ...and I'm always welcome to feedback... ...so um, do get me your comments... Uh constructive would be nice. Um some <laughs> some arse clown commented on one of the podcast episodes saying that better is not how you sorry, better is not how you say better. Sorry. Uh I must make a better effort to pronounce my T's, but we are in two thousand seventeen and this is not a nineteen fifties wireless, so constructive would be nice. Um okay, fair enough, if you've got a problem with my accent you're gonna have a problem with his show, so do one. Um and if not, then I hope you love it. I hope you like your accent. Because if not, I've kind of got a hard time changing it unless you want me to become a voice actor. Anyway, apologies for that little rant. Um, thanks as ever to the wonderful sponsors supporting the show as we move into this new year printed.com, heart internet, and illustration limited. Printed.com, heart internet.co.uk, and illustrationweb.com. Go and look out for those guys all doing something wonderful in the creative industries and supporting this show. So we've got some awesome guests coming up. We've got portrait artist Becca Smith on the way. I'm going to be chatting to the editor of Design Week, Tom, about the age of design. Tom's a great guy. He's only been in the role recently. I uh, had former editor Angus Montgomery on the show a little while back, and you really should go and listen to that because they're really two quite different shows. Um, and Tom Banks, like I say, is a new editor. He's a top guy, and, and I write a monthly column called Freelance State of Mind for Design Week. And if you don't know Design Week, hang your head in shame because they're awesome. They do loads of good stuff. They cover the industry really well, and it's a really good platform for inspiration, information, and just new ideas. So go on, check them out, designweek.co.uk. Uh, make sure you get your entry into the Aois Illustration Awards, the World Illustration Awards. It's now in conjunction with the Directory of Illustration in the United States. Big awards ceremony, big you know, good prizes, good um, good prestige. Malika Favre guest recently on the show was one of the winners Oliver Kugler, who I'm hoping to track down for the show when he gets a spare moment um, also a winner of the awards really good uh, quite reasonable entry prices so nothing to lose in getting stuck in there loads of categories self initiated they've got a couple of new categories this year uh you know, you can now enter a category that's for sort of murals and on spec work and um situationally based stuff. So go and check that out, the AOI.com, and you'll find all the links there. Must enter, I've got my entries in there now, and it's a great awards. Ceremony that supports a great organisation, uh, who were on the show not too long back, did a brilliant show. Go and check it out with new managing director Ren Renwick and Lou Bones, the uh, members assistant great people and they're doing great work essentially the trade union of the illustration industry but doing so much more now doing lots of multimedia events so go and have a look what they're up to thanks as ever for listening in uh, get us your feedback on the twitter at arrest always happy to hear from my listeners and prospective listeners so please share the word drop us a review on itunes all the usual waffle uh, cheers guys and i hope you enjoyed lisa maltby so uh, we'll see you next week